Warning. This episode of Soundbite features body horror, descriptions of self-harm, and a suicide attempt. Soundbite Theater is not intended for audiences under the age of 18. This piece was originally recorded in August of 2021. Soundbite Theater presents... Hateful It. Perfectly healthy? Won't any 
fix it for you? Have you tried everything? Maybe God will help if you ask nicely. Maybe one more hour on your knees begging him to make you love it. After all, didn't he want it for you? Are you saying God made a mistake? How dare you, you worthless piece of... God is perfect, and he gave you the best you could ever want. It is you that's wrong. Beg forgiveness for doubting the Lord. Or do you dare blame God because you're too broken to recognize that you ought to love it? Unless... Oh, <laughs> that's it. This is a test. You're freed. All these other silly mortals walk around with desires of the flesh, but you're above it. You revile it. Oh, you sacred, you holy person, you are... Looking at it again, the black rot you know lives in it bubbles up. Maybe if it throws up, no one will hear it cry. Is it the other way around? I don't care. Should I care? Why would anyone care? It's ugly. Look at how it carries itself. It'd be so nice if it stood up straight, smiled more, ate better, took care of itself. That's your problem. You didn't take good enough care of it. You could blame your parents. They were supposed to take care of it for you for those first few years, but now it's on you. So one more mile. Drink more water. Oh, it's hungry. <laughs> Cute. What? Gonna feed it? What are you feeding it? Food? Real food? Good food? Fat bastard, you'd love it if you weren't making it a sack of lard! Much better. What? Not hungry anymore. Or can you just not stand thinking of it chewing and swallowing and growing and changing and living and continuing to exist? Why nourish it? Will it make you love it? Or on some level deep, deep down, you know the tiniest bit of satisfaction you get from it is when it suffers for all the pain it causes you. Starve it out. Surely you'll survive. At least when sleep steals it tonight, it'll rest so well you'll feel free. Does it dream or do you? What does it look like now? You don't hate it so badly here. Something's made it all right. It's warm and you feel it welcome you. Why? Why is it different? If you could just grasp why it is, isn't the same as always. <laughs> Pleasantness of dreams is a fake desire built on your broken, melted mind that can't properly perceive the world. But the sickening sharpness of a nightmare feels more real than anything you actually know. Except here you see everything wrong with it. The mold melts into bile that bubbles up out of its mouth to drown it over and over. How does it taste? Like your own blood and sins? Keep drinking. 
Maybe if you swallow all the mold down, it won't twist into sopping wet ropes that tie it up so tightly, its flesh rips and those dark eyes pop out. All the while, it hears the voices of those you love cooing to it and promising you that it's so lovely and so good. And if it just wore this or that or ran a little farther, it'll outrun all the badness inside of it. Get some sun, the voices say, as if you can't feel its flesh burning you wherever you go. Get some rest, they suggest, as if this isn't what happens when you grant it sleep. Maybe you should sleep less. You know that stuff you insist on forcing down its throat is bad for it. But so what? It's not like now you're suddenly going to start caring about it. Why bother? It doesn't deserve it. You don't deserve it. You deserve hardly anything at all in the first place. So go ahead. Caffeinate and drink and eat. And where do people buy drugs anyway? And why allow it to sleep at night? Naps are more restful anyway. Circadian rhythms are a myth. And slowly, so slowly, you don't even notice. It works. It feels... Like... nothing. It feels nothing. And you feel nothing about it. You live. You work. You have friends. You even smile. Sometimes you don't even mind when people comment on it. Touch it. Hot breath on its skin closer and closer, as close as anything can ever be to it, and you feel... nothing. Better not let anyone notice. They'll ask what's wrong, and nothing is wrong. <laughs> It's all right, and this is good and fine, and isn't this what you've been working for your whole life? To not hate it? Maybe the idea of liking it was always stupid. No one really likes this sort of thing anyway, right? 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 Yes! 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 Maybe this is what liking it feels like just feeling nothing about it at all. When did you start counting your time in this haze of nothing in days instead of hours? Weeks instead of days? Months instead of years now? But here's the thing. You're a failure. Even at this, you're going to end up a worthless failure. And the day will come that the haze will tear open like a shower of blood and bile, and every feeling that you refuse to feel about it will pour out like the battle cry of a dying man. What caused it? A hymn? A workout? A too large meal? A sleepless night? A restful night? Bad sex? good sex? What's it matter? Because now you can feel every hair on its head touching. Touching. Touching! <laughs> you can feel the panic and desperation form a ball of pain in its pathetic throat. The wrong, 
wrong throat. And it raises its hand as if it might be able to claw that ball out if it tried. If it tried, could it tear itself apart this time? Pull on fingers until they lengthen into misshapen talons, and scratch at its teeth until they become bloody fangs held in place by rotting gums? The eyes ever darker and darker until they hold a void that makes men pray to a sadistic god in vain. Will you starve it into the thinness of a fairy tale hag or a skeleton? Or will you feed it like a glutton until it oozes with the grime of what you've consumed? If it was a monster, would you love it more? Or maybe you'll just fall into the haze again, and when it finally wakes up, it'll... Yourself? I, I mean, did it do this to its... Who am I kidding? You are it. This is it. <laughs> you feel yourself. You're alive and free and feeling and breathing and you should really... Really put a bandage on that. And this time, that'll fix everything until the hatred and wrongness seeps back in. It stops being you again. You stop wanting it. Maybe that sharp pain of control will save you again. There it is! Welcome back. Almost lost you there. You like this control, don't you? You can't stop the black molding bile. You can't make it right. You can't explain to people how wrong they are about it and about you, and it'll never be as lovely as they say it is. But at least now you feel some control over it. Over yourself. And what's some blood spilt anyway? Surely worth it in the long run to keep on living. Surely you won't grow accustomed to the pain and need more and more of it to keep it under your control. Surely the bandages... <laughs> no, you will need... You are in control of it. The bandages will never be seen or noticed. And maybe your skin will remain unmarked when it heals. Maybe people will believe you when it spews excuses for you from its mouth. It's not like they care about you, really. They just care about it. And they'll assume it's just fine until one day you... Don't control it any longer. One day those cuts travel too far the wrong direction and it'll wake up in a hospital after someone finds it and you hear them all explain to you why you won't be going back home but instead going to a place for people who have the same black mold growing in them. You've insisted all your life grows inside of it. Only you never considered what they're telling you now. The mold started in its head, in its mind. It's easy to picture its brain turned to liquid pink slush tinged gray from the mold. There's almost a sense of peace in imagining that. There's certainly relief in having others tell you how to take care of it. Validating something is wrong with it. Trying to help it heal from wounds you put in it. Maybe they'll find the ones you didn't put there. The ones that run deeper. You try to explain, but everyone they give you to talk to doesn't listen. They've already decided you are broken, and you are wrong, and 
you are disturbed and disgusting and hateful and need to change because you are all of your problems and not it. It's perfect. It was always perfect. How could you hurt it, you monster? I hope you feel ashamed. At least that'd be feeling something. They won't let you leave if they think you'll keep hurting it. They don't care that it's hurting you. For all the medicine and bleach in this place, the mold is growing faster. It's not fair. Everyone else here heals. Everyone else here gets taken care of. Everyone else goes home. You stay. You and it will crumble to dust here if you don't get out soon. And even then, they'll blame the dust for crumbling. So then remember being young. Remember how to pretend and how to lie. Because from now on, you are it. It is you. And you love being it. You love caring for it. And you'll never hurt it. When they tell you how it should look, you'll smile. You will, not it. You are it. You just... You gotta lie. 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 Lie until the haze convinces you it's true. Lie. 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 Until they pat you on the head and set you free to go home. Lie until the smile has calcified in its muscles so that even when it cries, it smiles and says you love it so much. You are perfect how you are. Believe it. You gotta believe it, or they'll lock you up again in that tiny white room, only seeing people who want to keep it safe from you, and seeing smug doctors who think they know you because they know it, and all the others they bleached and burned all the wrong out of, and take it as proof they can do the same to it, not knowing they're burning you up. Do you feel safe? They only do it to keep you safe. Stay safe, or else they'll make it safe. How much longer is it going to live, you wonder, now that you finally take care of it under the threat of losing yourself? How long can you pretend you don't exist just to keep it safe? Do you feel safe? They only do it to keep you safe. Stay safe, or else they'll make it safe. How much longer is it going to live, you wonder, now that you finally take care of it under the threat of losing yourself? How long can you pretend you don't exist just to keep it safe? What are you anyway without it? <laughs> Back again, then, to the most basic, pedantic, fucking stupid question you'll ask every day, in a whisper, a scream, or a prayer. Have you really tried loving it, or are you just assuming you hate it? Actually try for once, why don't you? Not working? <laughs> Loser. It works for everyone else. You're the only person in the whole world who can't manage this. Come on, why not ask them? They're laughing at you anyway, or worse, pitying you. May as well go all in. Ask them how they can manage to live when you can't stand taking care of it. You hate every inch of it. 
Taking care of it is the worst chore of your life. Why is self... <laughs> Self-care so easy for everyone else? Go on. Just ask. Just ask. Ask for help. If you need anything, just ask. No one has ever asked. But if you need help, you can ask. Well, what do they suggest? Therapy? <laughs> what? Like those doctors in the little white room? Someone to help with your problems? What exactly did they say? That maybe it needed a professional? That you could be helped by some stranger who will bleed you for cash just to talk it out and sort you out? That all it really needs is to talk about your feelings? Yeah, that's what I thought. They know that you just don't care enough to take good care of it. They know it's all your fault you are how you are. It was never broken. It was always you. Can it feel the hot tears roll down its cheeks because of how angry you are that you can't fix yourself? That this is really just how things are meant to be? Pathetic fuck-up. Next time actually need help before asking. Useless. What now? One more doctor? Or one more prayer? One more desperate attempt to get someone to see the black mold growing? One more try to stay out of the bleach white room? Well, what did this doctor say? Did they see the mold? And so what if they did? Did they tell you all you need to do is make it sleep better, run more, and eat less? Monster! How can you even consider that? That's what got you sent to the bleach room! That's the highest form of hurting it! You'd cut it up? You'd murder it? Never mind it technically survives. Never mind you'll live. What kind of life would it be anyway? No one will want you once you change it. Is that what you want? What can this doctor really do with their little needles and knives? Cut it open, scoop out the mold, and place you properly inside it like you should have always been? <laughs> you idiot! You already are! You just aren't trying hard enough! Fine. When you spill its blood for your own selfish gain, when the doctor makes their wicked cuts, the pain is God's punishment upon you. When you wake up and feel light in your eyes, your hateful eyes for the first time, no one else will see it. Hateful, monstrous you. Is this what you wanted? Sure, maybe you'll feel alive. You'll feel like your bones fit inside your hands, and your legs walk with a stride all your own, and the curves go in where they ought to go in and out when they ought to go out. There's no pain when someone touches you. But no one's going to touch you. Everyone you know looks at you with disgust. They never liked you. Just it. Your lovers don't recognize you. Your friends mock you. The world kicks and spits and tears at you, trying to get you out of it, to get it back. But this is better. 
so much better being a selfish bastard who wanted everything for themselves so badly they butchered what they'd been given. But it's better to be all alone in your own body, right? It's better to know someday God will burn you up with a fire that never dies, right? It's better that the next time you see your own father, he'll have a gun in his hands and he'll treat you like the violent monster that you are, right? That's better? <laughs> Still going through with it then. Fine. Good luck. it is you. Really, truly this time, isn't it? Do you recognize yourself? Is the mold all gone? Do you feel at home? Are you well? <sighs> Not bad, I suppose. You look... fine. You look... Yourself? You look... Well... You look. You see. You feel and you touch without fear of the mold, and the empty haze, and the pain. But now the pain is in the faces of those you knew. And so is the hate and disgust. And the emptiness is in the world around you. Do you like your loneliness? Did you listen at all to the warnings that this would happen? I thought not. It might finally be you, but you better start running because when this empty world fills back up, it won't care about you except to tear you to shreds. And... By the way, the doctor missed some mold. Thank you for listening to this episode of Soundbite. Hateful It was written by Beck Meg. It features Zachary Heinke. Soundbite's theme song was composed by Charlotte Rosenthal. Soundbite is produced by Mythonomica Productions. See you again soon.